Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. Uh, today's a little bit different just because we were going to do it on the cruise, but uh, we just felt knowing that there was so much that we ended up doing, we didn't really have the time to fit it into the, the cruise. So we're doing it like the day, a uh, couple of days after the cruise, after we got back. So we're going to be talking about the Jericho cruise today. <laughs> yeah, triple whammy. Triple whammy. <laughs> Wham that ass. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, what's it called? So we're just going to talk about first impressions, like total as a whole type of stuff. And so far, okay, there's a lot more shit on this cruise than I expected. Because they were talking about like uh, certain matches that were before we decided to get on the cruise. Like the main one was Orange Jericho, which is Orange Cassidy and uh, Chris Jericho versus Will Hobbs and Ricky Starks for like i was assuming that was going to be like the final day and it was but i think that was the only match that they even promoted afterwards yeah yeah it was the only one that they talked about so basically you know we can go from the beginning but they what was interesting to me was there was four what was it all four days there was wrestling yeah, and, and just and, in varying degrees, really. And it started yeah. off in the storytelling, though. So it like started off with X fighting Y, and then oh yeah, throughout the, and then, yeah, it was like uh, they told certain matches, and it looked like they filmed every uh, wrestling match that they, and that happened too. So I'm wondering if they are going to just pick and choose which ones that they enjoyed to put on the uh, the whatever shows that they were doing or whatever. But, like, you know, Fozzie played three times, and this was the... So pretty much what happened was is that the COVID testing, uh, because it was the first time that they did a cruise uh, since uh, the pandemic happened, that we ended up being stuck waiting line for six hours (laughs) yeah which was interesting because when we had to do our online check-in i think this is what is standard is when you say you're going to get there is when you actually check in but in this case that didn't matter because we got there at 12 noon which was our scheduled check-in time and we didn't check in until 6 p.m so 
and that was due entirely to the COVID testing, which, which in retrospect, it's kind of interesting because to even get to this point, we had to one, be fully vaccinated 14 days prior to the cruise. Then we also had to take a PCR test within 96 hours of the, or 90, it was basically four days. So yeah, 96 hours um, prior to the cruise. Then when we got to the port, we had to wear a mask the entire day, pretty much. And then once we got to the port, we had to do a rapid antigen test. All three of those, well, the two testing, we had to be negative just to get on the boat. So basically, our, you know, and, and we stood in line for six hours, like Josh said. And the biggest thing for us was that when we got through the testing, I got my results pretty quick. I mean, they said within 20 minutes, you could get the results. I think I got mine in like 16. Yeah, something well, like that. 25 yeah. minutes in, Josh still hadn't gotten his results yet. So there was a sign saying, if you haven't got your results in 20 minutes, that you would have to find somebody and figure out what the issue was. In our thoughts, it was you somebody tested positive, right? So anyhow, uh, I guess what happened to Josh is they screwed up inputting something into the database, so they had to find his results manually. So I think it was 45 minutes late, <laughs> 45 minutes after we took the test, I think is when we actually got the results for him. So that's what made up the six hours. So then lastly, when we actually checked in, they took our temperature. So, <laughs> so, so needless to say, when I got on the boat, I said, I ain't wearing a freaking mask this entire time because everybody went through the same thing. And we're only on this cruise for five days. If everybody on this boat went through the same shit we just did, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so oh. anyhow, that, that, that's the, that was the worst part of the trip. I would say was the, the wait time getting on the boat. And then we had yeah. a, a kind of a long wait to get off the boat, but it was no near six hours. It was more like an hour. Uh, yeah, to disembark because they hadn't cleared the ship yet, but that was yeah, nowhere I think near. That was the main thing that I had with the whole trip was that three of my flights were delayed. <laughs> there was only one. I think it was the first flight that I had actually went out on time. All well, the yeah. other ones were delayed. But the flights have nothing to do with the cruise. Well, I mean, that's but, really yeah, kind of just. I know. I'm just but, talking about total. If but yeah, your flights on the way that... home were impacted by my flights because you yeah. were at the same gate that I was at. So yeah, well, um, I'm just saying, like, if that was the only drawback that I had with the whole entire cruise, I would say that it was a pretty good cruise. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, when I was going through all the pictures and shit that I took, I took about 400 pictures, which I never take that many. Oh and, yeah, I mean, I had trouble going through all of them, but I mean. Over four days, like like we like Josh had said, there was four days of wrestling. So, and each day it was like two hours of wrestling. Then, oh, not yeah, to mention a couple of days, it was like four hours. Yeah, not to mention two hours for the first day because uh, ooh, ooh, because they had some stuff planned. Pretty much, as soon as we got on the boat, we automatically ate because we made the mistake of not getting anything before we got there. 
because we thought we were going to instantly get on the boat and then like it was going to take like an hour, hour and a half. And then turned out that it was six hours to get on the boat. So we were hungry by the time that we got on the boat. So we ate first, then went up to see Fozzie play. And we saw Fozzie play like, I think six or seven songs, which was good anyway. They, they do pretty good when it comes to like a live perspective. Even though well, for one, they don't play the same set all three. Like for the first one, they played most of their Judas album, I think. Yeah, a and lot then, of it. And then and one from "Do You Want to Start War?" I think that's the name of the album. But uh, there and it was mostly all Judas songs. Like, in the second the album, they were the same their they new did. one, and then well, they did a new song off of their new record that was going to come out soon. I guess because they said that they already uh did it already, and then uh what's it called and then, and then whatever they did Judas and then they ended with um what's it called not team but uh damn it Dur- uh damn it whatever I can't remember the name of the song <laughs> Dirty Deeds Dur- yeah yeah there we go. Yeah, they liked that song because they played it again on the last day. But, um, and I think they might have played it during the, so the second day that they, that they, uh, performed, they did covers and classics. So they did, oh, I think yeah, they did they Dirty did, like, Deeds during that one too, but they did a lot of other ones. Yeah. And I think they did, what was it? I'm pretty sure that they did, man, damn it. I'm trying to remember all the songs. Mostly all 80s and early 90s. Oh, it stuff. was. It was 80, mostly 80s stuff. Yeah. That I remember. Yeah. Like, um, uh, I know that they know did one a Hall and song. Yeah, I know one was an ACDC song. Yeah, it's like Hungry one like ACDC the song. Hungry and then like they the did, I think, Duran Duran. Yeah, Hungry Like a Wolf. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember if that's Hall and Oates or if it was Duran Hungry Duran. Like a Wolf is Duran Duran. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, what's it called? Anyway, we're just like, uh, so anyway, after Judas played, then they did wrestling. And I was telling Jeremy, the first, like, I've never been in, like, the front row or, like, a couple of people back from wrestling, for wrestling. And so the first day, they just had the stage and then a big old open area. And then they had the arena, like, the ring like a few feet away from where the the uh ramp for all the singing happened on and so, mind you the the ring is basically where the big pool is on the pool deck yeah so i think both of them are really like over it but like so there's like a little space between both the ramp for the music and then the the ring so the first day they didn't have a ramp out so we we were able to get super close. I was at one point I was only one person behind the ring for uh, people at the ring. So I was just so psyched because like the crowd was just uh, hype as shit the whole time. <laughs> they were they were doing all sorts of chants in the first, which time. was kind of surprising considered everybody pretty much everybody had a weight. Oh I mean, yeah, so everybody was amped up somehow on day one uh yeah even and, after that because i mean we didn't sit down besides eating dinner i don't think we we sat down until we got to our room at like 1 a.m well yeah. actually 
we we sat for a talk is Jericho podcast, I think, with the evolution of women's wrestling. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that was the last. I think that was the last thing before we crashed that night. Yeah, which and, that was uh, cool. Anyway, like we got to see a few podcasts throughout the whole entire duration of the cruise, but it was cool seeing all this stuff. So like, so when we find out that we're they're filming. I was like, damn, so we're going to show up in like four episodes because I think they did like a lot of wrestling the first. Yeah, and not only that, so for anybody listening and you watch AEW and if this match makes it in where Matt Matt, the Seidel brothers were facing Chaos Project and at the end, and they, mind you, both of them are dressed up like Gilligan's Island too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So if this makes it onto one of their TV shows... And you guys see a yoga mat get thrown into the audience. I'm the one that actually caught it. So for anybody watching or listening and you see that, see that on TV, I'm the one that caught the yoga mat. So, um, and we'll talk about more about that later. Cause you know, something comes up with that on, I think on day two. Of, yeah. Uh, I think it was on the Friday when, uh, yeah. when, uh, he did a bunch of uh, autograph signings and photo sessions. So, yeah, so throughout basically, the thing they, where it was spa- spa- uh, what's it called spaced out between everybody. That yeah, so way basically, the, they want. So, what, well, how about we we go through what we did on day one, oh, and then yeah. we can move on to day two. Yeah. So, so, so pretty as much. we already, so as we already talked about, we had, um, we got on the ship, we ate food. Which we ate at Sheehan's Grill, which was O'Sheehan's Grill, which is like an Irish pub type place on the boat. And then uh, we went and saw Fozzie perform. After that, we watched wrestling the whole time that they did it, which I think was two hours. So I think it ended at like 10. Then we went to the podcast at between 10.30 and 11.30, I think. Which, again, that was the Women's of Evolution or women's evolution, evolution of women's wrestling, which uh, Jericho talked to Britt Baker, Medusa, and Jazz. Um, and once we finished with that, did we go up to the Garden Cafe and, and snack on food? I can't remember. I, uh, maybe I can't remember if we ate over. We there. did it most because nights. I, I most nights we're at the buffet for yeah. uh, for it, and uh, and we ran then, into so many uh, so many wrestlers, which was super. And I got to point out, I don't remember if it was that day or not. I know, I think we want, ran into Ashley Ambois yeah. the second, like, morning or the next morning. Yeah, it was but the next morning I think after we she might have ran the first into night. Yeah. Angelico the first night. Because it was a current, and like, it was a theme with us throughout the whole cruise that we're going down the stairs or we're eating that like, we're going down the stairs and he's either going up or going down. We yeah. ran into him like almost every time, every day. Yeah. And Helico. Cruise. Yeah. We were meeting on the stairs of the cruise ship and a few were actually on the same uh, deck as we were. I know rebel was Stu Grayson. I found out was, and I think Peter Avalon might've been. Yeah. On, I think a lot of them were on the same deck as us. Anyway. Yeah. Because so, I kept seeing a few people like walk by, and I was like, "Damn, we're on the same." <laughs> yeah, so and then, that was kind of so, so on day one, basically that's all we did. I think we got to our bed at around one a.m. 
So then we crashed. <laughs> Funny thing about, and then move on to day two. The fun, we'll start this off with, I we slept for nine and a half hours. So um, I've never, it's been years since I've slept that long. Um, so needless to say, we woke up at like almost 11. Yeah, and our and, uh, and, first pictures uh, session where it had Orange Cassidy, Britt Baker, uh, I, and I'm trying Chaos to Project. The, oh, yeah, Karis Project. and There was one more, but I it, uh, I can't think of who it was. Yeah, but, I can't um, remember, too. But anyway, we missed that one. Yeah, Mostly because, because we, uh, people, like, when we woke up, we were already late. So... As soon as we were trying to go out there, they were talking about getting tickets at the art gallery, but we didn't realize all we needed to do was they gave us a white key card that we just show to the whoever's in front, like the security or whatever, for the uh, for the sessions, and then we could just go in and see people. So yeah, we're so waiting we around for like yeah. 20 minutes, may, uh, maybe 10 or 15 at least, trying to get in there. Because at one point we go to the art gallery, then we go to guest services where there's a line. So we thought that it was there. So then by the time that we find out that that's all we had to do. Which sucks because Orange I think Cassidy if we knew that, walking out. but Orange Cassidy was walking out, but nobody else was. So I, I think if we would have known that all we had to do was walk in, <laughs> we would have gotten somebody's that day. Oh, yeah. Um, if it was Chaos Project or Brit, Brit Baker. I only cared about Brit Baker, so um, it yeah, sucks for that. Only, yeah, and you Brit cared about Baker. Orange Cassidy, so I yeah. think it kind of got, it kind of got, when he was walking out, we kind of said, oh, well, fuck. Anyways. Yeah. So, so needless to say, we missed that photo session, which knowing that after that one, we didn't make the same mistake again after after that photo session. So then later on that day, obviously, I think uh, at that point we decided to go eat lunch because we had missed that. So uh, or breakfast, I guess you could call it because yeah, I think it was our fast, but yeah, well, it was late enough that it would be considered lunch for most people, but because we had just woken up, it was our breakfast. But um. We did that, and then I think after that, I'm trying to remember exactly what it might have been the uh, the photo session two for that. Uh, well, no, I we think no, it was the legend. Uh, the legends session. one was later on. Yeah, but what did we do before but, that? I'm trying uh, to remember. I think the uh, I know we ate like after the thing, and then I think it was the our uh, not the art of wrestling podcast. It was something in the meantime. Shit. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I know that there was, was an autograph though. session. I think it was at two o'clock for the autograph one. So, yeah, which which we we kinda shit that first day we kinda shit the bed, I would say, on a lot of things. Yeah, our timing was because just off. Because I went into Ricky Stark's line and it basically took most of the time away for the autograph session. So yeah, uh, what happened was there was ten people. Hold on a second. Oh, we'll get there sorry. in a second. Yeah. I would. I just wanted to say that there were only like ten people in this session, uh, but because we 
we got there late <laughs> again because we didn't know what the hell we were doing this first day so we we got well we got there actually on time so we got there at two o'clock or whatever time well, the session i can't was. hear you jeremy <laughs> you can't hear me yeah i couldn't hear you <laughs> that's weird anyway so we got there at two o'clock whenever the session was and there was a line so we got there and we had to wait to actually get in so we were worried we weren't even going to get in so we got in a line we got a ticket so we didn't actually get in for 30 minutes into the session that was only an hour so the first thing I did is I went into the longest line being stupid. Um, so most of the time I took, Josh was actually smart when he got in and he got kind of pulled in after I did. So he got even less time. Yeah. Because they uh, split us up in numbers wise. I was so, the last one that they count. So Jeremy just made it in. So yeah. he started going and getting signatures. So then as soon as I but get in with that decision though, I went into the longest line. So, most of my time was spent in Ricky Stark's line. So I ended up only getting in this session, three autographs. I got, uh, Ricky Starks. I got Sonny kiss and one other one, Dasha, the announcer. Yeah. So well, Josh and though, I caught and up Josh with can, you right at yeah. Dasha one too, but, but Josh can talk about what his experience was for this. And we'll hearken back to the fact we caught that yoga mat. Uh, okay, so day one. So, so yeah, so we were looking at who was the autograph sessions, right? We had the Sidell brothers, Ricky Starks, a bunch of other people, right? So with the yoga mat, we're like, oh yeah, that would be kind of dope if we get the Sidell brothers to sign the yoga mat, knowing that we caught it. So I bring the yoga mat to get it signed. So I start, and so my first logic was, I'm trying to go around through everyone especially the people that have like the smallest lines. Right. So I go to cheeseburger first or, well, I should world's famous cheeseburger now, but like I go to him, he's like, Oh shit, you got a yoga mat. I was like, yeah, it's like, and I was telling the story to like everyone, how Jeremy caught it and this and that. And so I go from cheeseburger to, I'm trying to think of who was next. Well, Ashley um, signed it too. So, oh yeah, Brad the- Williams. I go to Brad Williams. He's like, "That's dope that you caught it." Blah blah blah. Then I go to Ashley Damois because I get a picture with her, sign it right. So then I go to JD Drake next, <laughs> and then I'm telling him the story, and then turns around because on the other side is Matt and Mike Seidel, <laughs> right? <laughs> so he's like, "Hey, I think he has your yoga mat." So then he comes over and he's like, hey, oh, like, uh, like, uh, Mike filled it, like, got it made for me and this and that, saying that it was an important thing for him, right? Knowing that it was a gift. So then, uh, I was just sitting there. I was like, shit, if I would have known, I wouldn't have got and started signatures on it. So then he was like, oh, well, uh, I'll just take your information down and then I'll get in touch with you after the and send you something. So, which I mean, I don't know if he's actually going to do it, but I was just feeling bad knowing that it happened. But also at the same time, if we had just kept it in the room, then he wouldn't have known at all. So that was my logic. So like I go to JD Drake and then he's like, oh yeah, maybe after the show, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'll do something then. 
which turns out that he didn't try to talk to me afterwards. <laughs> like we're staring right at him and I don't say anything to him. I figured he would say something to me because I'm non-confrontational most times. I don't go out of my way to talk to most people. So sometimes if I see that somebody sees me or something, I expect that somebody else is going to talk to me too. So, Especially if you say that you're going to like hook me up with something. Yeah. So with that being said, Josh then turns around and has to buy a poster to yeah. get autographed because they wanted you to bring one item in to get signed. <laughs> and what I was getting yeah, signed so was of the course actual had cruise t-shirt. Yeah. So regardless, so now Josh has already had four people sign. So he's taken the time to do that. So he lost all that by giving the having to give the yoga mat away. So yeah, he's so got zero signatures I, now. So then I get to Brian Cage, and then I'm actually and he was super nice by the way. Most of the people on the cruise are like super nice, and, and it was kind of weird with Brian Cage early on when he was getting on the cruise, and he was like very quiet. It was like he was just wanting to get on. on the yeah, it's cruise. like he had to warm up to everybody because yeah. he wasn't talkative or anything. But by the end, he was one of the guys that was at every event. He was talking to people, taking oh, pictures yeah, taking with everyone. Oh, yeah, pictures to everybody. And like, yeah. being super nice to everyone, like, throughout yeah. the whole thing. Now, so, I can't say the same so, for Will Hobbs, and but uh, he's the only one that I didn't really get yeah, a good... Yeah, it just seemed like we just saw way too much stuff where it was just like, man, he's kind of a dick, or at least it seems like that. Because yeah, we didn't and... really talk to him the whole time. Most of the time, he was like... He he was on a phone call, and then he was just kind of I'm like, that's understandable. But then we kept him throughout the cruise where he wasn't being talkative to anybody. Like, they were asking, like, granted, asking for your picture when you're going to get a picture later anyway, most times, probably gets on people's nerves. But like, I understand that, too. But also, at the same time, you're getting paid to be on the cruise, so you should have a little bit of nice attitude with the people that. Well, came somewhat. To see you. I mean, that's the thing. He was really the only one that was kind of negative on the entire. Well, that's show. what I'm saying, and also at the same time, we could be wrong about the uh, the stuff, and then, and like he was just having a bad day or whatever, you know, it could be anything. But that that was the only person that. That maybe uh, we didn't see too much of Britt Baker. Like she, uh, pretty much, we saw her eating like nearby to us, like every once in a while. But like, like there wasn't like too much where like they were very talkative at all to like most people on the ship. Like, uh, I don't think we ever saw anybody being like, "Hey, can we get a picture? Hey, can we get this?" Blah blah blah. Throughout the whole entire like cruise, yeah, we. Yeah, I didn't see anyone when when besides Will Hobbs say no to anyone. Yeah, and Will Hobbs, I saw him say no multiple times. Now he did. The funny thing is, is he did not say no to me on the last day of the on the cruise. But I think honestly, it was because he stepped in front of me in line, and he felt bad about doing that. But but it's neither here nor there. He took the picture with me, so that was really the only time I saw him be somewhat nice yeah and it might have been because it was the last day of the boat with a couple hours before we went to sleep so he was done at that point i don't know but it doesn't matter he took you know 
that was the worst thing that we dealt with the entire time. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Um, yeah, exactly. now, so, so on day two, we did the autograph session. So we ended up both not getting very many on day two. Yeah, pretty much uh, with everything else. Like I was only able to really get, uh, Frankie Kazarian to sign the poster, Brian cage. And, um, it was the other person. It was, Dasha. Oh yeah. And Dasha, because I came in to talk to him and then, I, I somehow got in line. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't get to Seidel. We actually went up and talked to them about the fact that we caught the yoga mat, and they mentioned it was nice that we gave it back to them. Yeah, um, but you know, we'll like Josh said, we'll see if they con if he contacts us or contacts. Yeah, Josh it's not, in it's regards not to it, a but. huge big deal to me anyway. I mean, it would be nice to like if he emails me and stuff like that, but like I'm not expecting anything but, but i mean it was just cool doing the whole thing especially uh talking to the person i just feel bad knowing that like i ended up getting three signatures on there and i don't know if he'll be able to get them off like <laughs> i don't know if it matters though because i mean yeah. i mean from that standpoint it's not like it's going to be worth a crazy amount yeah it probably is worth more that people signed it I mean, so well. I think um, if anything, he, it's probably mainly because it's a gift to him, and it looks like he uses it every time he comes to the ring, which is understandable. That's why I thought that it was weird how they threw it out into the crowd. Most times, they usually don't do that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If it's something, or they come and get it right away. I've oh been yeah. Events Sometimes where they throw shit yeah. in the in the stands, you held on to it for another two hours after that. Before oh, we yeah. went to, the, I mean, because that was at the beginning of the the wrestling that first night. So, normally, and they had event staff all over the place. So that's why I was saying, I obviously it wasn't a, you know, it was supposed to happen, but obviously it wasn't. So, um, anyhow, uh, yeah. But so uh, what? Else, and then the legend session. What else we ended up doing well, after that too? Well, I know there was because a, I know that. Um, because I know that it wasn't like the art of uh, like the talk is Jericho episode well, with Striper, Kurt Angle. That Striper the... performed that that day, I think. Oh yeah, uh, Crowbot and uh, I know Crowbot did, and then it was probably Judas, but like uh, or, more wrestling. Uh, I mean, Fozzie and more wrestling. Yeah, so yeah. And then I think they did karaoke on every single night too. But they did, we only but we, didn't did, go we only on did day... karaoke for the last two days. Yeah, so day two and day uh, or day one and two we didn't do that. Day two we went like I said the legends session that we had to go to or it was oh, session yeah. two which was Dan Housen, Dan Housen and Jazz. and Jazz. But we only got Dan Housen uh, because and mostly because and honestly, we didn't realize that we could just go back in line to go see well, the other person. Yeah, but... because it said one person. Like in the so we were going off of what the emails were saying, but come to find out when we got on the boat, you just had to get back in line. And if they had tickets available still for that person, you could actually get photos with both of the people. Yeah. So, uh, the first night we only got, or the first legend session, we only got Danhausen, and then took off. That I think was later, and then I think after that was when wrestling. And this is before happened. Jeremy even knew of like Danhausen because he's never watched Ring of Honor, so he he was. I was like Danhausen, he's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, so oh yeah, I think one of the comedy shows was on uh, Friday night too. 
I think that's what it was. Either that or it was, was on Saturday. Well, it was late Friday, yeah. I mean, yeah. or late Friday because the um, maybe it was Saturday night. Yeah, it was either Friday night or Saturday night. I just Saturday. Can't remember exactly when? Well, day three was when um, we did karaoke, so it had to have been day two. Because uh, uh, we did the karaoke on day three and day four. Yeah, because and I that, know that, uh, what's it called, on Sunday they did uh, another, but we were already doing we have, something well, else at the time. I that was remember. the autograph set. Oh, yeah, the uh, second autograph set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, day three was uh, where we were at port. So the most of the day on, on Saturday was the Grand Bahamas. So all we did that day was we went to port and I bought a T-shirt. And then that evening they had wrestling and then the comedy show we didn't do much that night i don't think yeah so uh, oh the much, other thing the we did actually show take was that great back. We though did, take that uh, back we did uh that day was wrestling but at the same time wrestling was starting we had our kurt angle photo oh and we didn't talk about day the other thing on day two so we won't skip to day three yet day yeah. two we actually got a picture a self of uh, a selfie, oh, yeah, a selfie and a video and a video in the ring, yeah, in the AEW ring. So we actually got to stand inside. Which, that the was ring. dope in itself. Yeah. So when we're going down to do the the ring stuff for it, we're going down into the ring. We're trying to figure out what our video is gonna be. So then I was just sitting there. I was like, well, we could always do the Orange Cassidy kicks. <laughs> yeah and mind you we were thinking about we didn't know if we could take bumps or not um uh but we we were honestly or well, at least i was honestly thinking about taking one but then i thought well shit if i hurt my neck or something then the rest of the cruise is gonna suck so the orange cassidy kicks were the best thing to do because we didn't have to take one yeah and it might have been we were the only ones that actually did that so yeah because um, people were cheering uh doing what they usually do with orange cassidy when we were doing it so they pretty much give you a professional one where you can get it actually printed out so this is before we found out well i thought it was just all digital ones so they do a professional one where we just did the orange cassidy little thumbs up thing and we did a two sweet one and then we did the Orange Cassidy kicks. And everybody, you could hear in the video, like, all the people being like, what? Like, every time we were doing it. So I thought that was dope. Especially, it gave me, like, an, an good vibes, too, getting in the ring. And it was way more str- springy than I was expecting. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it, it was more bouncy than I would have thought. And... And they said it was an actual ring. So, I mean, it's it was yeah. set up the way an actual ring would be set up. But, yeah, when you stand in it, it bounces quite a bit. You just don't get that vibe on TV. Um, but, um, so that was what we did. I think it was between one thirty and 3. Was, so that was another thing we did on day 2. So, but I believe that's all we did on and day 2. And also, that besides- was pretty much the day where we decided to drink the most. And I pretty much drank every specialty drink that they had on there, which I would have to say, personally, Painmaker was the best one. Because yeah, at least had... that day it was. When I had it again, yeah. four, it sucked. 
I had to throw most of it away. So I don't know what they did when they, it was mostly alcohol that second time and it just was horrible. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, uh, that and the all elite elixir, I think were the, the two yeah. best ones. But I mean, if you wanted to get fucked up, you get the triple wing because they oh. had a bunch of booze in it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I never tried that one. That was yeah. one I never got to. Yeah, um, the only one that I missed was the demo drop, mostly because they already ran out of that pretty early on. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> most of the bars couldn't even, and didn't even have the stuff for it. So, um, so yeah, pretty much that was our drinking day. So then we were watching, pretty much watch wrestling. Pretty much most, all except for one day, we were. Oh yeah, that's the reason why too. Was that I think we did the legend session with the Danhausen thing and then we came out and then wrestling was already on so we just started watching or no the Vaudettes were on and then we were watching that and then wrestling came on yep so mm-hmm. so we just stayed up top the whole uh, the rest of the time that time yeah so but that's not, the that other day the only time we actually were further away which you know it was a good time to do that cuz like i said the first night our feet were killing us and we were on our feet most of the day on day two, so it was nice for the oh, rest yeah. to actually yeah. sit down. Um, yeah, so. and mind you, I might as well mention too that during the trip we found out that if you just let them, uh, if you let them in to like do housekeeping and all that shit, they left presents for you every single day. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I didn't so like that the either. first night they left uh, a two a, like Chris Jericho bobblehead where it looks like he's in a captain's outfit right so then the second day was a pack of cards like playing cards and then the third one was the judas po- a, po- a picture Fozzie from photo. like the first night Fozzie and photo. then the fourth yeah. one when we were getting off the boat and stuff was like um a tag, a luggage tag. tag or a luggage tag yeah so and then and then when, when we, we got off leaving the boat, we, we got, got a like a necklace yeah. or whatever yeah so, I mean, there was a bunch of stuff that we ended up getting throughout the whole trip that was like, and oh, and also they gave us a hundred dollar credit for the wait for oh, the yeah. COVID line issue that the debacle that happened on day one. So they they actually made up for the issues from the wait. Yeah. So pretty much we didn't, or well, I should say I didn't really spend that much anyway, mostly because I only bought a T-shirt. Uh, at one point, I think it was on Friday when we went to the merch shop and looked for whatever they had. So we we got like a camera. Uh, you got yours to get signed and stuff by the uh, people, and I got one just as an extra shirt. So, uh, so we got the triple whammy shirts to commemorate the trip and stuff like that. So. That was the cool part. Then the third, like the the more chill out day was definitely Saturday though, because yeah, because the day was in the Bahamas and they did some stuff at night after like four thirty. Yeah, so for for four up until four thirty, like I was mentioning before, all we did was we went. We didn't even wake up until what was it ten? Yeah. I, and then we showered and stuff, and then we got we went on port for probably thirty minutes because all I really planned on doing, we weren't going to be doing on any excursions, and neither one of us are beach people. I mean, 
if you look at my skin, you'll know why. I'm an Irish guy, and I don't like the sun. Yeah, or my skin doesn't and like the sun. Really, so. I uh, I'm from Florida too. So I mean, we're uh, we're both like from Florida, but the or well, Florida and California, really. But uh, what's it called? But I spend most of my time in Florida. So, like, if I wanted to see dolphins and shit like that, I could go out here and do it. So, most of the stuff that they had for plans and stuff, I was, like, not interested in. Well, and you could go to the beach, but I think they were charging, like, $20 yeah. or something and, for access to it. So, or at least that's what I heard. But, again, we're not beach people anyway, so it really didn't matter. So, really, we got off for, like, 30 minutes. I went and bought a T-shirt for my wife because she wanted one from the Bahamas uh, to commemorate that I went there. So we did that, and then we got back on the boat. So then we went and ate lunch again, and then we chilled out for yeah, up it until the, it the was event the most started chill at 4.30. Out yeah. It was and the, then the whole cruise. And then pretty much from 4.30 on, it was we had the uh, – uh, and that was the day, like I said. So they had wrestling to begin with, I think. Uh, um, it might have been – Oh yeah, I think they split it up. Where well, there was Rubik's a wrestling cube. So Rubik's, so yeah, Rubik's cube it, started off because they were doing an '80s kickoff party that night. So Rubik's cube performed first, and then wrestling. Kind of, it had like a little session, and then there was something in between. And then it was started. the Fozzie, I think. Yeah, I think the, they did the a little covers. bit of wrestling, then they did Fozzie with more covers. Yeah, and, and then that, I think that was the same day that Striper played on. At one I don't think so. Two. I think Rubik's Cube did. Striper played. Striker played on day two. That was what the one we watched oh, okay, while we were yeah. drinking. Because both uh, of those, like uh, both Striper, Rubik's Cube, Paradise Kitty, we saw some bits out of it. Oh, Paradise and Kitty I was late. Say, on we saw day a three. little bit of Marco Stone's thing on day two yeah where where he was just and this was his first time getting like an actual like i think what happened was that he was doing the karaoke last time that he was on the cruise and then jericho liked enough that he asked him to be as like a like an actual act on this cruise because he had his own original songs and stuff like that which was cool i mean like so we only watched a little bit of that before we started doing other things too. Yeah. And then well, that was the, I think yeah. we actually saw Paradise Kitty play. That on, was on day on three. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So so what that that's what I was saying. They had the wrestling, but the wrestling started right right about the same time. The second part of wrestling was when at seven o'clock. So we had our and mind you, we had a, a photo with Kurt Angle scheduled. It was originally supposed to be right as we got on the boat at like five o'clock on day one, but it was rescheduled because of the wait time. To and then it was rescheduled to Saturday at seven o'clock. So the first thing we had to do after Fozzie performed was go up and get our photo with Kurt Angle, which was oh, a very yeah, interesting they, photo. They because, had the podcast too. Yeah, because we so, went to the podcast. Right after yeah. that, we went to go see uh, a uh, meet Kurt Angle. Yeah, and that that podcast was at five forty-five, so it 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 buddied up right alongside with that. So that day, actually, there might not have been two different. Now that I think about it, I think it was just the Rubik's Cube. Then we had the podcast, 
but I think there was other stuff scheduled. I think we just didn't go to the wrestling that was beforehand that day. Yeah. Because we went to the Kurt Angle podcast first. So there was a talk as Jericho with Kurt Angle. We did that, at buddy, but basically got done and we went straight to the photo. Then when the photo, after the photo, we went down and watched wrestling from seven to nine or whatever it was. Then, now I'm trying to remember. Then after that, we did the, I think it was, I can't remember if it was the comedy thing. or The comedy the, thing was at 11 the, that night. I do remember that, well, but I don't remember yeah. what we did between wrestling and that. There was something well, we did because we were doing stuff constantly. Well, so, I know that we were doing the, uh, which I guess was on Sunday, where it was the wrestlers doing a comedy thing. Yeah, too. that was Sunday, yeah. And then uh, when Cole Cabana had a few podcasts and stuff, we went to the one where, I think that was on Sunday, though, where it was a bunch of, um, he was showing about bad wrestling. And then yeah, just and that talking was before about it. the second comedy showcase. It would have been a different set. Um, so yeah, because I thought think, I thought the first comedy it. showcase must have been on day two then, because day three was yeah. the wrestling one. The wrestlers did one at eleven o'clock, and that was where uh, they called on me or Ryan Nemeth did during his little. But part. then I I yeah. I commented on it afterwards. Yeah, where. It was actually pretty funny. They did uh, the best friends w- without Trent, pretty much. It was Cole Cabana, Orange Cassidy, and uh, Chuck Taylor. They came up there and then did, hey, we're the heroes of improv. And then they did like three little sets of, st- <laughs> of things where they were having people call out wrestlers' names and then they would do a scene at a certain place. And then Orange Cassidy would just ruin it, and they're like, oh, improv, you know, so it was kind of funny. Well, each one, they did a thing at Starbucks, and Colt Cabana was Macho Man every time. Chuck Taylor was, who the hell was he? I remember Chuck, Orange Cassidy uh, Chuck was Taylor so switched it up at one point. Oh, no. Chuck Taylor was, uh, he was the one talking. So, uh, I think it was Colt Cabana, Randy Savage, yeah. And then, at one point, I can't remember who he was the first time, but the second time he was Coco Beware. I remember he said, yeah, yeah. I'll be uh, Coco first... Beware. But he didn't say anything either time, so it really didn't matter. It was literally Colt Cabana saying he wanted a Frappuccino with, first time he said he wanted it with cream because it rises to the top. Based and then the promo. second time, yeah, and then the second time he said he didn't want it with cream because it doesn't rise to the top or something like that. Yeah. And and uh, both times Orange Cassidy said no. Yeah, he <laughs> was like, pretty no, much all... he's like, improv. Yeah. yeah, so so that was, it was Oh, funny. and mind you, Dan Housen introed it, or like yeah. he was the host. So yeah. at one point, he was calling everybody by the wrong names. And Now, needless like to say, the funniest part of the whole thing was the last segment where Colt Cabana basically re- wrote a man at well, we wrote a manifesto for Billy Gunn, which is which was mad lived basically. Which is essentially what you like, uh, all except for certain titles or whatever. Certain parts uh, of his career were changed around, like the smoking guns, like him being in the smoking guns, or him being with sp- Billy and yeah. Chuck. 
and he changed it around to make it ad libs. So, and of course, everybody had to make it dirty. So people were saying dick, cock. Uh, well, so we'll so, get to yeah. the fact that instead of the smoking guns, he was part of the smoking dildos. <laughs> instead of being Mr. Ass, he was Mr. Cock. Which I'm trying, mind I'm trying you, to. Yeah. And, you know, so. Anyways, and this goes into day four, <laughs> the wrestling on day four. But what, ha- or which, which was hilarious. You know. So pretty much, it talks about pretty much his stuff. But then it was like, uh, uh for Mister McMahon, I was trying to have them take our name down for Mick Willie. That would have been yeah. better. But, but uh, because but it's it an Mc, Irish Mc, or Scottish, uh, Cassidy, surname. I think. Was, yeah. So he said Cassidy. So it's Mick Cassidy. So, uh, what's it called? And so they did this whole thing. So eventually, when they said his name was instead of Mister Ass, it was Mister Cock. Everybody chanted Mister Cock so much that it eventually led into Sunday when they did wrestling and the Gun Club went against the Dark Order. Everybody's chanting Mister Cock, Mister Cock. So he's like playing heel, covering his ears. And then he starts blaming Cole Cabana, like, <laughs> know that it's his fault for doing it. But it was very, like, it was funny because he, he loved it, like, at that moment during the comedy special. But then when it got to this, the wrestling, he was like, no, no. And I hope that they leave that in for, like, an episode of AEW Dark or something because the crowd was hype. And, and like it would just keep saying Mr. Cox the whole time. So well, the problem want... is if, if they do that, it's gonna continue everywhere. Oh yeah. And 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 I don't know if they're gonna want that like on Dynamite or something if he shows up. So I don't know if they'll actually pull that in. It'll be interesting if they do, but we'll see. But yeah. uh that's why like most of the wrestling stuff. Oh yeah, and I should mention on the first day, I don't know if anybody talked about uh, a tuck it in chant with I think it's Posey I can't remember his name Mark Mike Posey, Posey, Mark Posey Mike or something. yeah one something of the rest like anyway uh, so throughout the thing throughout the cruise they were doing a tuck it in chant and pretty much the main ones that would tuck in a shirt was Brian Cage Isaiah Cassidy if he did have it tucked he would untuck it you know doing the heel stuff. So throughout the whole cruise, they were doing a tuck it in chant, all except for the last day, because he already had shirt untucked or tucked in. So then everybody was like over it by then. But like, (laughs) it was just hilarious to see like how people were blending stuff where they would hear a damn chant and then they would like act on it. Like Brian Cage twice. Like they were doing the tuck it in chant, and then he would just walk up to Posey and just tuck in his shirt. <laughs> so, so anyway, out of the way, I just thought I'd mention that because there was some chance that we were actually pretty funny. And then, one thing I want to say too is uh, the comedy showcase on day two. So, I'll go back to day two just real quick. So, the com- comedians that were on board were Kate Quigley, Brad Williams, and Ryan Neemiller, I believe. Yeah, it's Neemiller, so- yeah. Yeah, so that set for all three was incredible. I would say Brad Williams and Ryan Brad, Miller were the funniest. Yeah. They killed me. Uh, 
And if anybody knows Ryan Niemeller, he's got a disability where he has like his arms are, I don't know what it's called and I'm not going to specify it, but he's got issues with his arms. So that like his basic, it looks like he, he, called he made the reference the to the threat. The, yeah, he's the cripple threat. Anyways, he's got issues with he, his arms. And, and supposedly he was on America's Got Talent. Yeah. I don't know like if he but, plays a certain way, but yeah. But, but his set, I was dying. We were in the front row and he was just killing it. Well, Quake Quigley came out. And if anybody knows right now, she had an incident where, you know, she was doing an illegal drug. And two of the three of the people that she was with actually passed. And she was in critical condition. She she actually mentioned it during her set, and that, you know, that anyway yeah, she was pretty much done with it, and then eventually it turned in. I'm like pretty much all her set was them. okay, yeah. but then Brad Williams came out and destroyed most of the wrestlers. It was freaking oh yeah hilarious because right behind us when we're in the front row, you see Caesar Bononi. Uh, uh, I'm probably saying it wrong. Abaddon. Uh, Peter, pretty oh, Peter, Peter Avalon, Avalon Brian and then Cage Brian Cage, and a few other. Oh yeah, JD Drake and his girlfriend were back there. Yeah, well then uh, there was a huge group over, of them. Well, yeah, and the Gun Brothers were up further up, and then I think Marcus uh, Ryan Nemeth was like was way in the back. Yeah, and then Ryan Nemeth was up there too. But uh, but yeah, so a lot of them were in the we're in the theater while Brad, well, while everybody was performing, Brad Williams picked each one of them off. Oh yeah. Said something about each one of them and we were dying. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing Williams did very well. in, and like, I can't see them doing it at a wrestling show or like at a comedy show is that they were doing like whenever he was roasting any of the wrestlers, they were like, Holy shit. Like yeah, most of the chants that happened were like "Daddy's boy" for like the Gun Club's kids, and he was talking about that instead of the Gun Club, they should be called Daddy Issues. <laughs> and then he was insulting like how they did, and like knowing that their dad is a, a Billy Gun, that they just were able to wrestle at AEW practically. So it was yeah. a very funny set because he was roasting them all the time. And then they were just joining along where they were putting in wrestling chants into the show. Like it said, well, the people laughing and cheering. Everything on the boat that happened we got played into the wrestling even. So like like Josh had mentioned, the the comedy showcase with the wrestlers, the Mr. Cock thing got pulled in to the wrestling on the last day and then ryan nemeth uh for his thing where he was talking about todd like yeah, he, he played todd or called todd and he picked out my brother first and then jeremy's like no i don't want it so then he asked me the question where he was just asking if uh, you ever ever been in love before and this and that so um, a very funny thing where it was like him being out to be he like a, a stalker yeah of this chick so it was pretty funny. But the one thing that he did after that was actually pretty funny. He came out and came back as Ryan Nemeth. So eventually, after that, during wrestling, when he came out, people would start chanting Todd at him. <laughs> like, when he would come out. So that was pretty funny. But the other one was hilarious. 
because yeah, he acted like he he acted acted like they were were starting a a new show on, or they were coming up with like an AEW network. Yeah, and and there there was going to be a comedy showcase on it, and you know he had to show Tony that he was worth keeping because his job was on the line. Yeah, so So he he kept coming out. Yeah. (laughs) It would keep coming out and it would be like it's like repeating it like it's like you're on a movie set somebody ain't doing it well enough so he stops it mid uh sentence and then goes and starts it over again he did it like seven times and asking people to cheer more and then it was like he was getting more chaotic each take so it was pretty funny but like uh the Billy Gunn thing was the ver- and like the best one where they did the ad libs for it. Yeah, because then Billy had to read it. Yeah, they had him it. read the whole thing, and then it's like, oh my god! So at one point they did do a smoking dildos chant, and that would be great if like that led into like any of the other shows. Whenever Billy Gunn came uh, would come out, would be like if they did a smoking dildos chant, that would be hilarious. But most of this stuff, I already knew that it would be like on the cruise that you're probably going to hear most of this stuff. Like uh, on Sunday, the last day for wrestling, uh, everybody well, was dressed up. Yeah, because oh, there was a costume party, through. but we didn't talk about it. Every, so, so on day four, there was another two AEW photos or there was a, a photo session that we had. So this was on the day two, we missed photo session one with Britt Baker and Orange Cassidy and uh, Chaos Project, and I'm not sure who the other one was. Our second scheduled one was on Sunday. We didn't miss this one, and we were going to make sure we were early enough. So actually, this one was with Anna J, Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, who else? Will Hobbs we got all of them. and Cole Cabana. Yeah, we got all of them except for Will Hobbs. Mind you, it was because of what we had dealt with <laughs> previous to this day, so we didn't even try for Will Hobbs. But we actually got, knowing the rules now, we got there early enough, and we actually got pictures with Anna Jay, Jake the Snake, and Colt Cabana. Yeah, so, which, mind you, like uh, beforehand, I'll just uh, mention stuff in past. I met him when we went to WrestleMania 34, I think. We went to uh, WrestleCon beforehand, and he was one of the people that I met. And I'm getting over a cold, right? (laughs) So mind you, I'm getting over a cold. I'm fine most of the damn day. I go up to meet Cole Cabana, and the first thing that I do is sneeze like practically right in his face and this was not the first really time like, we met him not like not I a... sneezed into my arm but like still i mean like that's one hell of a thing to do like you walk up and you're like hey how you doing and sneeze into <laughs> your arm right so like he's probably like grossed out he's like uh i don't want to be around this dude so then i get a picture with him and all stuff i try to be respectful so then when we're in the line for this one, we're all sitting there talking about, and he's like, oh, are you going to tell him about the last time we met? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I'll have time. Turns out I had time. <laughs> so like, I tell him this whole story, and I was like, I don't remember if you remember me. It was about four years ago. 
want to put like the first time I met you, I came right up and I was like, "Cut you!" Like right near you, and he was like, "Oh, well, consume and uh, Oh man, I can't even say it. Like <laughs> consume height or whatever. Like uh, that was the funniest thing because obviously he didn't remember me, but it was funny how he took it in stride. Like it wasn't even like he was bothered about it or whatever. So I was like, "Oh, okay. At least I told him the story." Because that was like the one of the main things that I was hoping for throughout the whole thing. If I did get to talk to him, I was gonna gonna be like, "Well, sorry about." That. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, pretty much after that, I think that was like um, noon. I think when we did that, right? Yeah, and then um, we had another autograph session that day and we had the the other legend session. oh yeah so like so. Uh, uh, yeah i think that was um, because we did the pictures on there we didn't think we were gonna see Col- colt cabana afterwards so we tried for colt yeah. cabana at one point we, we were did. able to get that pictures was right of afterwards him, and then right afterwards we went to his uh bad wrestling thing which because, was funny because basically they did a podcast or a, a podcast with the two comedians, uh, Brad Neemel, or Ron, Ryan Neemiller and Brad Williams, where he showed bad wrestling clips and they commentated on them, almost like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 for wrestling, which there was one where a dude gets hit by a car. I had never seen that clip before. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like, holy shit, the, the dude drove a car into this dude going probably 40 miles an hour. Yeah, and he pretty much get flung off. And then this other dude, I'm sure that you could probably look it up on YouTube, like wrestler, backyard wrestler gets hit by car or some shit. But the yeah. other dude in like red pants takes a bump, even though that he doesn't even get hit by the car. <laughs> yeah, it was, and he was so, feet away, but he timed it where it almost could be look like he got hit, but. He was still miles away from the car, but uh, and I forgot one of the, the first things that we did on Sunday was that they were doing Super Smash with uh, Evil Uno and Aubrey Edwards, and I was the second person picked, which was dope. So, yeah, got- so Josh can say he played Super Smash Brothers with Aubrey Edwards and Evil, and Uno. I almost beat and, and beat Aubrey Edwards. I almost I had. Evil well, you could say you beat, beat Evil Uno because, because I you beat came Evil Uno, but then I just barely didn't beat Aubrey Edwards. So I was like, which, "Damn it!" <laughs> which come to find out, I guess they're uh, Evil Uno is going to be starting this Twitch channel for AEW, and well, I think they already and, had it made or, already. Yeah, or but then and they probably weren't doing anything with it. Yeah, and AEW Games, I guess, is managed or just something's done by Aubrey because I guess. Yeah, she in was talking about how she job, codes games and stuff coded like that. games before she so, was around. Yeah, she was like, "I'm not particularly good at video games, but I, uh, but um, I could code them." So, which is something cool. Like, and that was the cool thing about Aubrey Edwards too. We kept on running into her a little bit throughout the boat, and she was actually very talkative. Like some of the people were just like, "Hey, hi," like. Uh, Anna Jay was like that. She was like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, uh, 
didn't yeah, really, isn't was really very, very talkative. talkative. Yeah, it's like certain was, people were very talkative. Like, and, they and he was wearing funny socks. Like, we saw him in Back to the Future socks one time, and we saw him in the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle socks. So, um, anyways, it was kind of cool to see him just out and about. And Oh, but, yeah, and some of the people were super chill. Like, I was talking about, like, Angelico. Like, after the third day, right, after he was wrestling, I think we ate, and then we're heading back down to our room or something. Yeah, we ran into him on the We ran into him, and then we're like, oh, are you a little bit tired today? Because he looked like he was just Yeah, he was going up the stairs at about a clip of maybe one step per every five seconds. (laughs) Yeah, and then we're like, oh, (laughs) I guess you're kind of worn out. And it's like, well, I mean. That third day of wrestling has been killing me. <laughs> like, he's yeah. like super sore. <laughs> so, so it was funny how we were talking to him like that, you know, throughout the time. And then turns out for the second autograph session, we had a different plan in mind. We came in early, like way early. Yeah. And then uh, what's it called? Turns out that there was a shit ton more than there was the first day, or at least when we came well, in. And I mean, the they line could have had was the also for the, the line. The, what was crazy is the line was also out the ass. So we were like, "Oh shit, are we even gonna make it in?" Because it was all the way, almost all the way down the boat. So, needless to say, we got in barely. But we even had a different strategy in this one. We looked for the shorter lines, <laughs> and so so there were like eighteen different people in the second autograph session. And we only ended up missing two of them in this autograph session. So one of them being Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. And then the other one was Rebel, right? Yeah. That was the other one we missed. So no no offense to Rebel, but she was, probably wasn't high on my list to begin with. Um, it sucked that we didn't get Dark Order, but that line was long the entire time we were in that room. Yeah, it was it was gigantic the whole time. But they but cut the line of, right before we got over. Yeah, there. so it was like, damn it, we missed it by probably a, a minute or two. But so but, pretty much we went down the line, and first off, when we're waiting, they're talking about no selfies, nobody gets selfies to cut down on time, right? So then we, a first person that's up there, right as soon as we get down, is Abaddon, right? I'm a huge fan of Abaddon, Abaddon anyway, mostly because her gimmick is something that I would probably do if I was wrestling. I'd probably be super creepy and shit and, like, come out like a zombie or some shit. So, first person, and then we automatically start seeing people ask for pictures and shit, and was dope keeping kayfabe alive where she was like actually legit not talking to you really she was like muttering and shit like nodding for like yes if we could take pictures and shit so even then like all the pictures came out great too like (laughs) yeah so we'll be putting them out on our heart of geek facebook channel and we might put them out on the thing is it'll be hard with twitter because joe's the one that manages that but i think we should and hashtag Jericho Cruz, but um, but we should put them on the Heart of Geek page. Yeah, at least, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, pretty much all the stuff that, like, all the pictures came out cool. We got most of the pictures from most of everyone, especially at the autograph session. Like, all except for Christopher Daniels and some other people, but like, 
I was picking and choosing who I was going to ask because I didn't want to be rude about it. I was only asking the people that I noticed that they were accepting pictures of. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like we met Medusa and Medusa was, was super cool. I asked what her name was and all that stuff. Like she was super chill. Like pretty much most of the people were just very nice. And it yeah, was Aubrey nice Edwards that, was. Yeah. Like Aubrey Edwards was talking to us the whole time practically. Talking about, like, I think uh, she was talking to someone, I forgot who, talking about, uh, it might have been you, where she was talking about, like, uh, what she wears whenever she's in her ring gear. Or yeah, her she ref was telling gear. me because she was bruised up because wearing the swim shorts like she was wearing in the ring, she couldn't wear normal knee pads. So, so because they don't look good with the swim shorts, she was getting bruised up from uh, from doing the matches. Yeah. So, and, like, uh, which was cool. I mean, that's like, something that you don't really need to end up, uh, probably most people wouldn't tell you, but it's a nice thing to see from people where they're just like, they feel like actual people, so like, or at least that they are sincere and stuff like that. So, it was yeah, very so one cool. thing we want to point out is, uh, we going back to day three because we said day three and four we attended the karaoke late. Uh, they both days. Will Osprey was in was hosting the one on day three, but he attended pretty much every night. That dude, anyways, Josh can he, talk about it, but he was fucking hammered for most of it. But he was the life of the party. He oh, was yeah, wanting to with everybody. So mind you, on that day too, and during the autograph session and stuff like that, at six o'clock, we were meeting Will Osprey. And uh, the Rock and Roll Express for the yeah, that was on pictures, day four. right? I was yeah. So that was on day four. So, so day three, he was hosting the karaoke party we went to. Yeah, so he was hammered and, the night before, and we were hearing he was hammered the next day. Oh like, yeah, he was like the life to... of the party the whole time, yeah. and he was just like getting fun. You could see it in his face, like he was super red at one point. So you might be able to see it in the pictures we got when we post them on our page. If you guys are listening, you head over to our Facebook page. Um, you'll oh, see yeah. our pictures with him. Uh, we got, and then that was the legend session. So during that one, it was rock, like Josh said, Rock and Roll Express and Will Ospreay. And we got them both. But, but during the karaoke session on day three, they ended it. The last one before the last song was Abaddon actually did Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. And her scream was awesome, by yeah. the way. She and she did so good at that song. She probably does it like a bunch of times when she doesn't have to wear the makeup and shit. But like, it was be- one of the better covers that I've heard. And like, I've heard that anybody's done, especially on that song. Yeah. So, uh, and then they ended it with Bohemian Rhapsody that night. So yeah. that was the cool part was doing that and then uh we were there for the whole entire time for the fourth one but uh like pretty much will osprey was super nice too he was like oh it's nice to meet you man and and like going like making it like more about like it, it, it he just wants to hang out with people and have fun really and that's what and that's what vibe he was giving out the whole time and at one point so uh, they did more wrestling on Sunday, of course, and that's the one where Orange Jericho—that's what they wanted to come out as. 
Orange Jericho. Which and is then, our marketing uh, ploy, which is genius because people started chanting OJ. So oh, yeah. Like, they said Y2 OJ. For the, <laughs> well, they were saying so OJ good. too, but it really is actually a marketing on Orange Juice. I mean, it's really easy to just chant OJ. Even yeah. though he didn't say to chant OJ, the crowd just did. Because and, yeah. and it's and it's genius, really. I mean, he's done it his whole career. I mean, Monday is Jericho, Raw, Raw is Jericho, and then he's got Y2J, and then he's been kind of brilliant with stuff he's come up with. But um, oh yeah, like yeah, even the payment. You go stuff. on to what you were saying because pretty much everybody that was on the boat wrestled, um, and yeah. they wrestled each other. But it played into like storylines, so like. Yeah, most of the time it would be like uh, the main stables were like the gun club that they did, and then the wingmen did stuff, which we met Peter Avalon and Cesar Bernoni, and then I met, uh, like pretty much I think I met all of the members too, of the wingmen, because uh, uh, we met Wheeler Yuta and a bunch of other people too while we were up there. But most of the matches they had like where one of the teams were in there and they were going against the best friends, at, which is like Wheeler Yuta and Chuck Taylor or somebody. And then other teams would uh, come in and beat them up and then it would lead in for another match that next night. So they did that throughout the show where it was like one match, they cheated, they went to the next ma- like the next night, and then they had a different match between the other people. Like, Wheeler Yuta was one of the people where he asked for a match with uh, Luther on Sunday. So that's what they pretty much did throughout the whole entire show. And then eventually, like even on Saturday, where they did the match, it set up for the Orange Jericho versus Will Hobbs and ricky starks match so they came out and like ricky starks and will hobbs beat them up and stuff like that and then he's like i will bet then, that match yeah. does not get um the did that so ricky starks and hobbs against jericho and cassidy is that the one where starks showed his ass yeah that was the match where like i don't know how his ass got pulled out yeah, uh, I don't even know if it was accidental the whole time or if he meant to he do it. He left it out for a well, while, though. Uh, yeah, he had it out for at least 10 minutes. And people were yeah. like, pull you up your ass, put, uh, put it back in And at one point. Because, I mean, most of the people watching were mostly dudes down at the bottom. So, like, you're straight up almost seeing butthole by this time. Right, <laughs> either that or almost testicles hanging out. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy how long you know. Normally, if yeah, he had out, out, pull him he up, had it, but his yeah, pants he were had out his for a ass long time. out for like ten minutes or something. It was a long time. <laughs> well, I'll he be was surprised doing all sorts match. of moves. Because oh, I man. doubt that match will make it to TV because it isn't going to drive either that or they're going to blur it out. <laughs> Yeah, or something. gonna blur out his ass. But we do know yeah. they filmed every single match, even the first night. So we'll see what actually occurs. Yeah, like when, where I'm it gets assuming. placed, if it gets placed, or whatever. But yeah, if anything, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's on a, a darker elevation. That's most of the matches, like I yeah, would think, at least. But I so mean, we'll even if they don't, it's still cool, though. You know, we'll we keep an eye out because we definitely will be on there. 
Yeah. If, and pretty much that we, was the last thing that they did tonight, except for yeah, and then, well, yeah, and it ended with actually Will Osprey and Danhausen. They came in and thing. cleared house because yeah. I think. And then they gave a shot to everybody. Yeah, and tequila. they ended up having extra tequila shots in the dude that had the thing. Nobody else wants any? I'm like, fuck, I got to wake up early in the morning. Because we had to wake up at like 6 or, uh, o'clock in the morning. And it was already like midnight or close to midnight before we, then. Or well, I think it, it was yeah, like 11. Well, it was 11, but then we went to the karaoke yeah. thing until, and then closed out the karaoke till 1.30. So... We went to bed at one thirty and had to wake up at six a.m. to disembark the plane. Yeah, the, and it yeah, was kind of dope the for the last time. We we're going to do karaoke late, but like I put in a couple of Tenacious D songs, trying to get to play that one because I figured people would think that that was funny doing it. Well, if anybody knows Josh, he looks it. like Jack Black, so. Yeah, um, so anyway. I was hoping to get up there just to do it at one time, just for people to like laugh or whatever. Turns out that that's not what happened. Like they pretty much went for two hours. Everybody's on partying. Like Ricky Starks and everyone's, and like a bunch of the wrestlers were like out there watching. Same with Dasha. Dasha was super chill too. And I keep for, I'm trying to remember if Dasha's from Lucha Underground or not. Because I think she might be, because I know that Brian Cage used to date the chick from Lucha Underground, but I thought that that was Dasha. So, but anyway, so at one point, like the second to last song, somebody didn't show up for their song, and of course it was a heart doing Barracuda. So, like, they're like, anybody that hasn't done anything yet, come to the stage so, of course, I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I might as well just do it just to get a song in. And I was bad. Like, I'll just admit that I was bad. But, like, nobody really gave a shit. Two other people came up. They were starting to dance around. I didn't realize that karaoke was, like, a fucking dancing thing. Everyone's like, yeah, move around. So, at one point, I started twerking. Well, <laughs> Dasha's from uh, WWE, dude. She was oh, Dasha okay. Fuentes. Uh, maybe she was a no, she is. I'm telling you. Oh, okay. She was released in 2019 and signed with AEW, but she was she was Dasha Fuentes. She was a backstage, she debuted in NXT, but then, yeah, and that's where she was. Oh, okay. Uh, what's it called? Man, I just wanted to give you an update. I looked, yeah, yeah, I figured, but uh, I'm trying to, but that's pretty much it for the, I mean. Uh, going to the, you know, we already talked about the Legends session the second day. We already got. Oh, that's who I was thinking. Melissa Santos. I was way off. Yeah. But uh, so uh, then so we disembarked the ship. Night. Yeah. So like, and then I was just telling other people that like I was telling Jeremy because uh, per, like during Sunday they were doing a wrestling legends thing. So I dressed up like Orange Cassidy in the most makeshift one where it's like oh i have a pair of jeans i have an elbow pad i have the orange cassidy shirt i just didn't have uh glasses and my hair is longer right but everybody got the gist of like the costume but a bunch of other people dressed up like there was uh kane all sorts of people like somebody dressed up like the headbangers 
like uh, somebody dressed up like Jake the Snake and the other person was dressed as the snake. <laughs> so it was kind of neat to see all that stuff. So during karaoke, they're doing all that. And while I'm performing, there's a chick that's dressed like Bill Nakano. I was like, how in the hell were you able to get that fucking whole costume? I don't know how. So she's singing right next to me. So I was just like, hey, I could say that I sang with uh, Bill Nakano now. So I thought that was funny. But then that was pretty much the end of the night, though. Uh, after that, like, we just crashed and then we woke up the next morning. <laughs> but uh, at one point, we were up on stage with everybody. And then Brian Cage was singing, like, we did We Are the Champions by Queen. And then Brian Cage just came out and started singing with me. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, okay, that's pretty dope. Uh, so all in all, the whole cruise, we did so much stuff, so much stuff. Yeah, and anyone that hasn't done it, I, that's a wrestling fan, I would suggest it. Yeah, like with how many people that you get to talk around with, like people that you're fans of and even some people that you're not a fan of, like there were so many people. Like I didn't think I was going to be able to talk to the guys from Dark Order. And then like I met Evil Uno and played a game with him. And then later on that night, we got a picture with Stu Grayson where he was just sitting there chilling, talking to somebody else about like, I forgot what they were talking about, but he was super chill. And we were talking about like, uh, I can't remember what we were talking about ourselves too. We were talking about, uh, I know that he was oh, talking, we talking about, about where we were good at go games and stuff yeah. like that. And like, if he was going to go on, and he was talking about that he would go on the next cruise too, because he had so much fun. And then he wasn't very good at get video games, but he wouldn't mind doing uh, gym stuff, like working out. Yeah, stuff. on their Twitch channel. On their Twitch channel, yeah. Stuff, yeah. But, like, it, that's the moments where I was just super happy, you know, like, we were just going around, and I was like, oh, I didn't think I was going to get a picture with him anyway, and did anyway. So, super cool, especially if you guys have been to WrestleCon, and stuff so like if you've been to wrestlecon and you know the experience where you gotta like pick and choose who you get to see or like who you get to meet and get pictures with and such like this is way worth it just because you do what normally comes with a cruise but then you also at the same time you do a bunch more like a bunch of wrestling stuff and bands and everything else and we could have met some of the bands too we just were picking and we had to pick and choose what we were gonna do on certain days because they had stuff everywhere like they had podcasts everywhere so we had to pick which ones we were doing and we still did a lot <laughs> yeah but i highly recommend it especially if you've never been on cruise before because this was my first cruise and i had so much fun doing this i wish i drank a bit more but I mean, it is what it is. We were so dead tired. Like, the last day when we were flying back and stuff, or yesterday, when we were flying back, I was just like, fuck, I'm just ready to get in my bed. <laughs> yeah. And literally, as soon as I made it at home, I got in my bed and pretty much passed out. <laughs> so, I mean, I was dead tired by the time that we got back. But, I mean, like, all in all, it's definitely worth it. <laughs> yep. So, uh, and then I found out that Halloween Havoc is tonight. Yep. So, mm -hmm. I'm one, I don't know if we're just gonna uh, not review it 
I think we need to watch it later. We can do another podcast. Yeah. This week. Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. This was the funny thing, right? So we want, um, we didn't watch it, but we heard about all the matches from Crown Jewel while we're waiting in line. (laughs) So we found out who, and big props to Xavier Woods for being King of the Ring. And then Zelina Vega for being queen of the uh, queen of the ring. So, and then also at the same time, before I end it, talk about how Charlotte's being a douche with what happened on Raw. Mention it. You mean on SmackDown? Yeah. Or SmackDown, yeah. Where they were switching titles and she wasn't into it, and then they. Yeah, she didn't like the fact she. I guess she felt she was looking weak during the segment. So she fucked it up. I well, guess. supposedly it looks like they were trying to set up for a champion versus champion match between Charlotte and her. And then, so she was supposed to have both by uh, titles at one point and Charlotte didn't want to do it. So then that's why it went down the way that it did. Right. And I'm like, man, f- what a fucking douche, you know, like, Get a big head over there. I, I know that you don't agree with it, uh, some things that bosses tell you to do, but also at the same time, you're like the most, uh, she's had the most title wins more than any of the tr- current generation stars right now. Like any of the women, she's had more title belts than all of them so, uh, so far, right? Whereas okay. some people haven't even whiffed it. Well, how about we hit on that during the yeah. Havoc yeah, I just thought I'd mention it at the yeah. end. <laughs> and this, uh, this, so I, I just don't want to take the focus off the Jericho. No, yeah, I know. I just figured I'd mention it at the end. And but, Four uh, Leaf Clover, the next cruise is actually happening March 14th. Oh so yeah, they mentioned out. that like on the first night too. They're like, oh yeah, thank for and thank you everybody dealing with everything. So, like, we're doing another one. I was like, damn, that was fast. <laughs> What's well, the only one they're doing in 2022? So, oh, so that makes sense anyway. So, um, for everybody, um, like, I guess, like, probably one of these days we'll put out the one for Halloween Havoc, I guess. Or yeah, later we'll put in with us yeah. later in the week. Uh, so for everybody at the Harder Geek podcast, we will talk to you guys in the next. Uh, episode. See you later. Bye. Peace. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, you can check out all of our social media accounts, which is The Heart of Geek, and our Twitch channel is Heart of Geek. If you guys wanted to leave any comments or questions uh, relate towards our Facebook page, Instagram, or Anything else that you could possibly leave a comment and recommend us anything else to do in the meantime. And for all of that, thank you for enjoying wrestling with the Willies.